Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you hungry for adventure? Do you crave hilarious and perilous tabletop campaigns? Don't bother rolling perception, pal. We've got you covered. Behold! Dungeons and Doritos, Nerdy Show's epic tabletop audio drama, a cinematic serial of mayhem-filled, morally questionable quests at DungeonsAndDoritos.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is brought to you by the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. All right, guys. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Do you realize that this is the 10th session? Well, oh, Echoes wow. of the Star Crypt. Yay. Shiver me timbers. The big one out. This is now like the fifth longest RPG campaign I've ever been in. <laughs> Yay. So you guys are in it. You you entered your first dungeon or pseudo dungeon, you know, your underground area where you have to figure something out before you get out. Where we last left you, you just defeated those vengeful and dishonest spirits. Extremely. Yeah. Lied to you about the amount of danger that they presented. <laughs> That occupied this unearthly cavern. You just can't trust a trespasser, you know? When all these fish people break into guff ruins and start throwing shit around. Mm. The fish ghosts. Yeah. Fish ghost, coast to coast. Whoa. <laughs> Except the outside of the coast instead of the inside of the coasts. Mm. Ooh. Like what space ghost. Oh, I see. Whoa. Yeah. Their world looks different. For sure. The light that was keeping the mist lit, you guys took it out. Yeah, uh-huh. we did. Smashed it. Now it's dark, and your torch that you had behind you was providing some light, other than the light provided by Esmond's abilities. You heard the giant moaning underground that you'd heard in the previous cavern, and the torch went out. Well, can Liam turn it back on? Can you can you turn it back on? Uh, I mean, not if there's something in the way. Well, turn your light on so we can see if there's something in the way. I so think we got it. No, I think we're going to go the other direction as fast as possible. Uh, but I can't see that way. I mean, we're just gonna go. You can't see anyway. Uh, we're just gonna go. Can you lead the way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you become yeah. not the human torch. <laughs> the alligator torch. torch. Right. And just start running? Yeah, yeah. I'm going the other direction. Yeah. So Fine. you guys are you guys are hustling like yeah. as fast as you can? Yeah. We're making we're making good moves. Uh, I got okay. I got a sprint plus three. Yeah, we're going we're going up slope. Up slope. Or are we going down slope? Yeah, you, four okay, degrees. So going uphill. Is it increasing the degrees? Yes, it is. Whoa. So ahead of you, you feel the ground beneath you start to tilt further and further upward as you traverse. But it's still navigable. Okay. For, I mean, for All several right. hundred feet that you guys are sprinting away from whatever's behind you. And you come to, in the in the darkness of this place, lit by the yellow light of Esmond's flames, you come into a four-way intersection. 
that's large. The roof of the intersection is domed, and you see around you, other than small structures that are uh, about waist and head high individually, litter the area, and everywhere you look is a scene of carnage. There are... Half-eaten deer everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the ground is just sprayed with ash in multiple areas. Bro- right, that's Esmond's side. Right. There's broken glass that looks like it was used for potion jars. And there's the remains of multiple bodies. There are several dead beasts, some of the blind lizards and scorpion symbiotes that mm-hmm. you guys came across. Uh, well, that some of you came across. Grody fuckers. <laughs> there's a roasted beetle swarm on the ground. Just look like it was... Was it fresh? Yeah, you, you can smell it, too. Like uh, I? Other than, I mean, you smell Esmond as well. Because <laughs> I don't know if you smell like kerosene or just like ozone. Like, I have no idea what... Can you talk when you're making fire? Does it come out of your mouth? What? Does fire come out of your mouth? When I fire blast. Oh, well, how does fire normally come out of your <laughs> when mouth? When I pre... You, you, <laughs> how, how does it normally come out of my mouth? Well, how does it normally come out? What do you mean? How do you make fire? Many, oh, many ways. Yeah, but like how? I'm trying to visualize it. Are you, you like a Charmander? You have to be more specific in this. Are you like a Charmander? Does it come on your tail? Sure, why not? Okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if he like breathed fire and that was the only way he did, yeah. but how could like he It's like a firebender, man. He yeah. can just throw it out of anywhere. Oh, but he how just can... does it with his mouth as like kind of a flavor action. He so gets I, think, a... I think he is tasked this evening with describing his actions. He gets a, <laughs> a funny feeling in his cloaca. <laughs> and then it spreads. Is that pre? Yeah. And, and, and post. <laughs> would, would you call it a burning sensation? <laughs> None of you have medicine, right? No. <laughs> That's been the source of all your powers. Like, <laughs> this whole time has been a magical STD. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Wolverine. Like <laughs> What you see is not your real power. Okay, sorry. Um, so are the beetles fresh? All of it's fresh. Can I eat it? I mean, you can do whatever you want. Hold yeah. on. I mean, do we think cooked. we're are we being chased? Like, or we, we, did we just move away from a noise? It's like did we did we hear anything that sounds like we're being chased? Yes. Well, you heard you heard like skittering Fuck. behind you. What's the size of the chamber when? Let's say it's about forty feet oh, high. Fuck. Fuck. Too big. At the top of the dome. Yeah, at the top of the dome. The other. Does it okay. feel like we're in like a little village? It does not <gasps> feel like a village. Like a tiny village. There used to be one in Florida, you know. It feels like you came across the remains of a giant plumbing system almost. Except for when you, you get in this area, there's like devices and stuff that, that, that seems almost incomprehensible. Very smooth. It looks like it's made of this, the same material that the floor is, but different colored. Mm. And very faded, but also it's been blasted with fire. You ever see images of like clean rooms? Yes. No. Um, I haven't been. <laughs> I don't clean. <laughs> Like like a, I said laboratory, like laboratory. a laboratory, like a clean room. No, say laboratory. Yeah, laboratory. 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 This is an RPG. Have you ever seen somebody using an electron microscope? And the room that they sit in with all the weird flat devices and things like that? Okay. Well, it looks like that. Is it like Dexter's lab? It, yeah. I mean, it's not, it doesn't. Is there it a doesn't lot of look like it, it? it doesn't look like any. There's a lot of science. Okay, around. okay, okay. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's all I need to An know. Abundance of science. In like the future, somewhere there is a lot of science. <laughs> somewhere they would produce microchips, but you would see it as the, obviously like these don't even look like machines. I'm trying to equate something similar. They look like they're not even knocked over compared to everything that happened in this room that was clearly done by somebody else. These mm. are these are just upright. Some of them are half height. Some of them are, are your height. And that's it. And they're just scattered around, but fixed, stationary. And they're also at an angle. Like a kiosk. 
Kind of like you would, yeah, like a kiosk, except for there's nowhere to stand. Hmm. Can I put in my amulet inside it and teleport? You don't out? see a notch for anything. Frick. So, Is it kind of like when McDonald's had N64s? <laughs> what the fuck? So anyway, are we going left? No, hold on. I'm not yeah. done. Because <laughs> I've been inter- interrupting me nonstop. All right. So you also see a giant spider that's been blown apart. Is it just the legs? No, you see lights. It's like that time that you ran that spider over with the vacuum. <laughs> it was sleeping. <laughs> Suddenly there was a lot more spider that needed to be cleaned up. That okay. was a good memory. If you had to guess, it would have like a 20-foot leg span. Oh, That's a lot of fucking spider. Mm-hmm. And there are also, as you look around, three dead members of the way forward Oof. that you've never seen before. But How do we know their way forward if we've never seen them before? Because the they wear the blue and white robes and they have the oh, okay. amulet around their necks. Find a lot of dead one of those around. <laughs> they got Which way? Not the one I wanted dead. Yeah. Do the way forward people have anything on them that I can take? Now, if you're going to take time to look at them... I'm going to say, uh, guys, what about behind us? Yeah. I want, I want to look inside. <laughs> you like, uh, pause. <laughs> yeah. We're at an intersection that could be right. stopped. So While she's searching, have to go. yeah. We, so we, we still hear uh, oh, things yeah. approaching from the back. Okay. Yeah, they're not moving as fast as you did, but they're coming. Uh, shit. Right. Which way uh, were the Beatles heading? Uh, it's hard. The Beatles are, were clearly doing something here and were murdered by the members of the way. Okay, it's not like they were trying to escape something. You can't tell. Oh, this okay. is like can't the tell. mummy. It's We're going to get eaten by beetles. Also, beetles, we mean like actual just big bugs, not tectonic people. John, Ringo, right? Paul. Yeah. No, that's, that's <laughs> what I meant. Are we talking about bugs on the ground or tectonic? No, George. bugs on the ground. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> just like the beetles and they're like <laughs> British invasion. No, it's, it's like they're the, from Liverpool. It's the vultures. I got, I got lost here looking for the octopuses. <laughs> I got a hole in me pocket. Sorry, okay. Yeah, I want to look through their pockets. Okay, you start looking through their pockets. I put my you back find to her. a battle because shit <laughs> is chasing us. Yeah. I have speed. I can go very fast. That's just you. <laughs> Bye. So, so we'll leave you behind. Bye. Yeah. yeah, you can catch up apparently. And I have leap. Left. We're going left. They're clearly wearing items that you would assume have magical significance. But it's up to you what you do to know what the things are well if you're going to take the time to do this we're going to enter combat yeah whatever it is it did not help them so (laughs) it might have helped them quite a bit (laughs) to the left yeah you know what i still want to look through their pockets but if there's something cool in there and we could have used it in a battle i'm going to hold it all over your guys's heads fine you guys take a sharp left yeah start running down this identical but now you are no longer tilted okay hallway you come across what looks like it used to be a gate that that closed off an area and it's been blown apart from the inside blown towards us yes blown towards you all right so whatever did that is already on the uh, in the other direction not ideal so let's not think about it (laughs) keep going forward okay you run forward and you see several members of clan nargabar whoa tending their wounds uh we'll say there's six of them Hey guys, I'm on fire, so I'm guessing they see us. They yeah. definitely see you, but they also they have their own light, but it's smaller because they're yeah. just they're trying to be unseen. These were the people that were missing the children. These were the smoke dancers. Yeah, but also uh, yes, missing children. Yeah, not Clan Bryrick, which is the one who gave us the job. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. No Nargabar, we have not had pleasant interactions with. Okay. 
Maybe they'll be a little more friendly now since uh, we're not the biggest problem to them at the moment. And they're injured. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we can leave them behind and run faster. We can't just go. Yeah, let's do that. Is this a, is this a closed hallway? Just run through them. <laughs> excuse us, excuse us, excuse us. Pardon. Sorry. Just passing you, you by. Might, you might want to come with, actually. Honestly. You're okay. too nice. So the room you enter is a giant dome. We're going to say like 100 feet Jeez. tall Jeez. at the center. And it is it is a perfect uh, hemisphere. But it, huh. the floor is canted to your left, so the south, at the same amount as the hallway that you left that was going north. Uh-huh. They are propped up against some of the other uprights, and they look like they've been through it. To your left and to your right, there are holes in the dome that have been burrowed out, much like the giant hole in the middle of the domes created by the Savathian, excuse me, Guff researchers, <laughs> you know, thousands of feet up. Um, should we ask these guys what happened? Nargabargers. Like, yo, what happened? Did you do do by- you want to do that? We probably should. Yeah. Well, maybe well, you, we can... You can just... Do yeah. things. Okay, yeah, do that's things. what I want to do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, but do you want to sk- discuss it with us? No, just do it. So Galen goes up to them after she was walking briskly by, and she sees them, and she puts her her wings on her hips, and she goes, "Oh yeah, well, what y'all did here, yeah." One of them who is tending to wounds, but clearly is not a magical healer. It's just you know, trying to patch people up. Like one of them is missing a leg and this person's doing yeah. their best, but there's six people. This person is injured as well. Let's say uh, has a broken arm is trying to do this Jesus. all one-handed. So this person is, let's see, uh, odds male, evens female. Male, 76 years old. So wow. an elderly. Yeah, with a broken arm, damn. Guff <laughs> gentleman. Voiced by. Middle age for a guff. Sylvester Stallone. Kevin Bacon. All right, here we go. 93. We want Shirley Temple. Oh, fuck. Captain Cisco. Yay! I don't know who that is. Just talk about baseball. (laughs) As though I'd ever seen a baseball game before. Isn't it a baseball person who talks about being a hot dog? You're thinking of Harry Harry Carey. Harry (laughs) Carey. Yes, is the answer to that. Right. I mean, he is seventy-six. Is he a voice on your? Is he a voice on your list? Not yet. (laughs) You're welcome. All right. So he's Captain Cisco. He says. I am Trilden. Had some shit happen to you, huh? Well, we followed you down, and when we got to the bottom, we saw you were engaged in combat, and we thought we would sneak and head the other direction, maybe get the drop on you. And when we went in a tunnel, we found this room, and then it attacked. Uh, First, dick move. Second, what attacked? It was... Horrendous! It was enormous. It, it it created these these tunnels, and it was it was hungry. There were thirteen of us when we came down. Well, shit! Glad he ate a bunch of you since you were trying to fuck us up, huh? Can Obi help, like fix them? Why? They're yeah, bad. They we don't know us. that. They yeah, just they do. said they were trying. Yeah, us. but they could be trying to kill them, not us. They said literally so we they came said in we were to going attack to get you. The drop on you. Mm-hmm. Oh, they could be trying to get the weasel. But, you know how he is. But you also, you guys know that they don't know what you know about the children, about who's responsible. Oh, by the way, have you ever heard of uh, Howard and Howard? No. Well, they had at least one of your kids. And they killed it. They why, t- why, why, should, why should we believe you? I don't understand. This is, if you're, going to, if you're going to kill us, just kill us. It should be easy. Well, luckily, um, we already killed... 
that monster that you were fighting, and it the cave's all clear. If you guys need to get out of here, go back to the rope. Everything's everything's just great. I don't think we're not gonna waste like our time killing wounded Nargabar. Just go on back to the rope. Everything's everything's fine. I I don't I don't see how I, I, you could have uh, killed them so no, quickly. Mighty warriors. You know, Nargabar wouldn't know Kelton. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Could you describe it for us? The thing we already killed? Kelton, <laughs> I will fucking barbecue you. See, that's what he did to the monster. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had a tussle, yeah, but uh, could you describe your... Uh, yeah, what was your, your experience like? Your uh, friend for us, yeah, the the one who tries to kill you, yeah? The one we already killed. It was, it was hands and teeth. <gasps> <laughs> It was made out of like baby doll hands, yeah. I know they were they were giant and clawed and and hooked. Which way did this thing go? It it went north. But we heard something coming from the south. Yes. Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot more than one thing. We we know it loops back in around itself. When they came down, if you can picture this, you guys came down the rope in the center. And then mm-hmm. you moved forward several hundred feet, started fighting with the spirits. Yeah. They, during that time, came down, saw you, slid down the rope, and went south towards the direction of the slant. And they found a tunnel that led west. And they went in the tunnel, and it curved northward and brought them to this dome. What's our goal? Are we trying to just investigate? Are we trying to find Forsha? We're looking for Forsha. We're looking for Forsha. What if the hook hands is right. Forsha? That would be really distressing. I don't know. Have, Especially have, for you. <laughs> have Obi and I ever seen Forsha? No. no. Oh, no. so it could be hook hands. All right, Nargabar, I got two questions for you. Ask away before you kill us, you brigands. <laughs> One, you attacked us. We, we never even engaged All with right, you. All right, you wanted to. I'm just, the, Stop. The, that was two days ago. Hey. Where are our children? We're trying to figure that out. We told you the Howards killed them. Yeah. <laughs> That the Howards were after. We're uncovering things. You're looking for your kids, and you think we have them, like, buried down here? We just want answers. Do you think we left him in a cave with, like, our name written on it or something? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't shut up right now. Okay, question two. Yeah. And now I'm so angry at you, I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Were you going to ask them if they've seen someone that looks like Forsha? That's it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Have you uh, seen a half-crazy Wolverine lady? Well, no, I, I, we haven't, but we did hear about her before we came here. What'd you awesome. hear? There's this man who came to our village and tried to rally us, and we told him to go. We, suck eggs. Yeah, to go suck <laughs> eggs. Yeah, we, and we turned him away, but he... Crex dude, tall, condescending asshole? No, he, he was a he was a tolden, and... Yeah. Very unkempt. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Is that Bolivar? Harumbo. Yeah. yeah. Bolivar. Bolivar. <laughs> he tried to get us to come with him. He said you guys were heading into the earth here, and that's what, that's what brought us, but... How hmm. would he know that? Yeah. Weird. It's almost he had, like... He had several members of the way forward with him. Also weird. Remember when I was going to push him into the hole... Yeah, uh, you should have done that. Yeah, that should have been. Should have done that. Yeah, I liked that guy a lot more when we we were talking to him. And uh, well, not that I liked him particularly well, but he's I a, really don't like him. He's like a trickster spirit. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's All right. Keep, let's west. Want to go where? North. Where you want to go? Well, north is towards the big monster. South would be the 
cave right back that to where loops we back started, around that yeah. they came in. Mm-hmm. Is there still something coming behind us? You don't hear it right now. You've only spent, if, let's say, 30 seconds doing this. And you know that you move faster than whatever that sound was. Uh, guys, gnarled metal staircase. Am I the only one remembering that? Yeah, I, I definitely remember that. Uh, I imagine if we're getting close to it, we'll know. North sounds good um, away from those f- guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> But what? So but, those 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 Fakakta guys, those Fahagwa guys. Yeah, but the fucking Wugu um, gods for like the Naga burgers. Come you on, Fahagwa gods. You went, you went full strong. Was that bad. just strong bad? Yeah. <laughs> Towards the big monster, though. That's the plan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's probably ways ahead. But you never fought a big monster while actively running from unknown monsters. We've just decided that this one is, is less scary. Yeah, you're between a monster and a monster. You just pick a monster. Yeah, we're going to leave these nerds. <laughs> Head north. Hey, um, Nargabars, like, do you think you could teach us about sneak attacks? Because it seems like you're really good at doing that. Yeah, you had a little bit of a uh, deceptively get around a guy and uh, stab him in the back <laughs> thing going on. It was, uh, so it's now pretty it's rude. literally taunt them before they die. <laughs> like, it's not even just leave them to die. Like, we got to just be as... So, not friends. These guys, not not friends. Well, they'd probably be your friends. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, oldie. Like, We're nice to everybody, yeah? Or equal I, I've opportunity. Se- I haven't seen you be nice to, like, even children yet. <laughs> the sounds are still coming. Yeah. And you're just going to leave them to their fate? Yes. Yeah. I think we should just go. Hey, do you guys mind waiting here and slowing down whatever is coming behind us. Yeah, that sounds really helpful. Is you, that cool? You should wish your friends good luck, you know, before it go by. That way, it's it's polite. Well, see, they're not really, like, friends. I wish them luck. If I kill them, I would eat them. Can, can, you, can you please describe them as you're fighting them? <laughs> so we can at least get an idea of what was chasing us <laughs> as we leave this room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just yeah, go yeah. ahead and yell out what you see. Have you seen the movie Taken? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to take you. <laughs> I have a very specific set of skills. <laughs> that must be why we haven't seen them yet. <laughs> Plus for momentum. That was so harsh. Especially as the only healer. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all be nice. I don't want to hear about it on the way home. All right, gents. Let's go. Good thing we don't have an alignment system. Or, wait, wait, uh, wait. Being a dick to your enemies isn't an evil act. Leaving helpless people to die who've surrendered is. What are we going to do? Carry them? We're already barely outpacing this we thing. We could just stand and fight the things coming. You could. No, it, it isn't. Even, I mean, I'm not shaming you for it. I'm just saying it's good that we don't have one because this is a funny moment. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are going to heroically hold up whatever's chasing us and we go north. Yep. Yep. Sounds Everyone great. Agreed? Your friends are so nice not, to do that for us, not, yeah? Not yeah. agreed, but outnumbered. Hey, guys, do you want this drum? I, I have some snacks. You can play the drum while you die. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. All they want is the same kids that you're trying to find. <laughs> yeah. Why well, are y'all so they noble with the kids saving they until you meet their parents? Our <laughs> camp and killed a bunch of our friends and then built a catapult. Well, they never finished building that. Yeah, that's because we showed up. They killed all their friends with a dust tornado. Yeah. Whoa, they Uh. killed your friends with the weather, yeah? Well, we killed that tornado. Ah, uh-huh. Galena's is going to wink, wonk at Obi because she can't wink. She just (laughs) blinks twice really hard. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you travel north, and after about 75 feet of travel, and I'm assuming a brisk pace, yes, yeah. you hear behind you Trilden. You hear him go, here they come. Brace yourselves. And then you just hear screaming and combat and lots of noises behind you. They Are they describing what the monster looks like? <laughs> no. What assholes. I, 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 <laughs> they are not your friends, yeah? All right. Well, sucks to be those guys. You travel, I'm assuming, not even looking back or slowing down. Nope. Fuck off. Yeah, no. No. Nope. Bar, dude. <laughs> Fuck them. And you reach uh, a T intersection. So there, you can continue going north, but there is another tunnel dug as well to the right, to the east. I'm feeling a right turn. Let's hang a right. All right. What Let's do you go, think, gents. real boss? Um, you said right turn? Yeah, I said right turn. And what's our other option? Keep going straight. Okay. Left? Not an option. Right. No, we have no time. Go. Right. Right turn. I Let's decide march. right turn. Yeah. <laughs> what a good, good boss. Good job, archaeologist. He knows the dart, you know? As you take a right turn, you intersect with a hole in the tube that you had left before interacting with the dome. So you double back, and now you're back in the tube. And when you look to your right, you see that you're a few hundred feet ahead, so you can't even make out where the intersection is. But you have a good sense that it's to your right. To your left, you don't know. So do we, do we think that there's anything on the way forward, people, that could potentially give some insight to Forsha? I don't know how they got ahead of us. You got to check their bodies, bro. And maybe they have like a teleportation rune. Or a map. Or a map. I mean, I'm willing to die. Yeah, I'm still... Leaning towards left as well. I want to check out the bodies. I want to see if they got a map. Okay. And then everyone else said no. Who's everyone else? Same. Ugh, y'all suck. Okay. Yep. Okay, so you head north. Yep. Continuing the up the uh, tube. You come across a T intersection. Again, but facing the other direction. You can continue forward, or you could turn left, but it is it is not a hand-dug tunnel. It is a tube. If we go left... Are we, like, turning in, like, a square? Yeah. Okay. Seems about that way. Forward. Forward. Yeah, let's keep going straight. And as you pass, the tunnel leads left. You hear just, like, a faint sound. It's very. It's like a ringing noise. It's hard to It's hard to place coming from that direction. And then you can see there is, there's a, a slight light. It's very dim. As you walk past, you hear it fade. Let's say 500 feet of walking past there, and you start seeing blood stains on the floor and then on the walls, scraped along, and then you come to a bulkhead. Is the right. blood fresh? It looks a couple hours. All right, it looks like this is as far as we uh, go this way. Let's double back and take that side path we saw. And I do want to stress, it looks like whoever made these stains, whether it was their blood or someone else's, made it through. Oh, the bulkhead? Yes. Oh, there doesn't seem to be any seams, like there's a door, but it is flat, so you would you would assume that somebody found a way beyond. Can we investigate around for like a, a switch or a lever or a toggle? It is smooth all around you. All around us is smooth. Throw the weasel against the wall. Um, what if we all push? All right, I'm three. Everybody push against this, uh, this wall. One, two, three. <laughs> he counted yeah, his fingers. All right. <laughs> Okay, you pushing? Yeah, and it feels just unyielding. Like there's no. You came up against a a, just a perfectly fixed stone wall. There's no door, but as you look around the perimeter of the tube that you're in, Mm. you see that it's not 
you would know the term welded, but they're not the same piece. Oh, okay. Can we knock to see if there's a hollow piece, like a hollow, so you can like a door? Mm-hmm. It makes no sound that it wouldn't make that your footsteps don't make on this stuff. Hmm. And this is still the same money material. Yeah, it's it. It feels like a combination of diron and uh, ceramic, but it's hard to place. All right. Okay. Hey guys, let's go back towards that light. Yeah. yeah, let's go see what was over there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, so you turn around, heading back south, down the incline to the T-junction that you just passed with the mm-hmm. noise. And you hear that, that sound again, and there's a faint glow coming from there. Does it sound similar to the klaxon we heard earlier in the... Not even a little bit. Okay, good. Turn the light down. Let's uh, slowly approach. Esmond extinguishes his light. It is pitch black except for a faint glow down the end of the hallway. And you see that it's very far away, but there are shapes moving past a opening that is causing the glow to glimmer. What do the shapes look like? Too far away to tell. Moving on in. Yeah, let's get closer. So you travel down this hallway... And the things that are occluding the entrance are small and luminous. Mm. And they seem to be wandering somewhat, not aimlessly, but rhythmically. Like there's a pattern to how they're moving. They're Uh, moving between us and the light? They are the light. Uh Uh Are they Uh, lightning bugs? They they don't. So because you've met a lightning bug. Oh, that's true. (laughs) No, I, I mean, I saw one that was dead once. But no, they are not. Uh, t- they don't appear to be Tiktani. Their entire bodies are luminous, and like a faint white. Are they? Are, do they seem to be made of the same like weird spirit things of the things we fought? No. Okay. They're just white and solid looking and glowy. Yes, but their silhouettes are fuzzy because the light kind of screws with your eyes. And how and, far away are they? Uh, let's say they're two hundred fifty feet okay. from the entrance. Kelton's like, going to walk towards them. Is okay. it like bioluminescence. It doesn't seem like bioluminescence. Mm. It's just a bunch of things that are the tips of the frill of this giant monster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're very pretty. I want to touch them. (laughs) All right, slow down a little bit, Kelton. He's walking forward with his hands up. And as you get closer, you see that these things are between three and four feet tall. And their shapes are slightly different from one another to be unique. Just slowly are approaching they, them. Yeah. Are they pedal? Are, are, they, are they walking? They are bipedal. Bipedal, okay. Mm. Interesting. How many of them are there? It's hard to tell because you can't really make out their silhouettes very mm-hmm. easily because of the light they give off. And 
they're constantly crossing the entrance. Can we hear them walking? Yes. The sound that you heard before is getting gradually louder, and it sounds like a chorus of voices just kind of like, like very, Hmm. very ambient chorus with highs and lows that just flows. Like Gregorian monks? Kind of, but not as deep. Mm. Kelton continuing wants to grab forward, one. still continuing forward, yep. restraining Kelton occasionally. Okay. He wants to grab one so bad. <laughs> the silhouettes start to sharpen because of your proximity. They are very childlike in all different races. <gasps> this hmm. is a kid. So we're seeing humanoid-like what we know of yes. the sentient races, and they look kind of like that, but okay. So, And as you can see further in there, you see there's about six of them. And yeah. There are three that resemble Guff, children. One Tolden, one Krex, and one Rod. Hey, are uh, you the dead kids we're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> the chorus stops, and they all stop in their place. And then as one, they turn to face you. That is some children of the cord shit right there. Yeah, it is. All right, got some creepiness happening again. So I need to get battle order. Eleven. Oh, no, we got to fight them. But they're just kids. Seems likely. This be easier. <laughs> You, you ever fought kids? It's real easy. They have a battle readiness of five. They roll 14. 20. You go first. Yeah, we now, do. we'll set this up. Let's make a flying V. All right. So you guys are approaching this entrance. It looks like in a flying V formation. <laughs> and like the Mighty Crex, there are six of these creatures that look like uh, luminous children orbiting the center of the room. I should probably label them, huh? Yeah. Now that you got a better look at them, it looks like there's a guff who looks like they're around 12, a guff that looks around 9, a guff that looks around 15 that's a female. There's a Krex, a Tolden, and a Rod on the other side. So all right. you approach. They all turn to look at you. And Kelton, you're up. Okay. First off, using my strategize roll, can we see if there's anything weird about the room that may be affecting the kids at all or anything like that there's a glyph in the center of the room drawn on the floor you can see between their feet uh, okay and what is it drawn with it looks like it's just drawn with paint is it glowing no i am going to move up in between the nine and the 15 year old guff so the two closest to the entrance yeah more towards the 15 year old one the bigger one okay get up in their face I'm going to hold my attack action. Are you trying to do anything? Are you trying to... Just get attention on myself, allow the party to kind of right, move yeah, in, because we don't know if we want to... Their eyes all follow you as you do this. Okay. The Tolden child furthest from you moves forward, steps over the glyph, and stands behind and steps between the two guff that you're nearest and raises an arm and with more force than seems possible, brings it down at you. 11 versus your dodge. Miss. Galene shuffles her feathers to sort of puff herself up and make herself feel brave. And she saw that Kelton's new friend tried to give him a high five, but it seems a little bit aggressive. (laughs) So she is going to go behind Kelton just in case he needs some help. The 12-year-old Guff cannot see you because the three other children are blocking the view. Circles around behind one of the objects that is in the room similar to the ones that you saw at the intersection okay. and at the room where you found Clan Nargabar. It's a mid-height object. He holds his hand out and light emanates from him and a beam of light bridges him and Kelton. Blech. 14. Hits. Oof. 5 damage. Great. That's a big die though. Yeah. And you hear their chorus reach a crescendo 
as he does it. Okay, I've been attacked twice. I saved my attack. Kelton's not putting up with this bullshit. Kelton is going to use Warning Strike on the Tolden. The one who first swung at you? Yeah. Okay. He he tried to be nice. (laughs) You know, didn't want to run in swinging. Warning Strike. If the target attacks an ally or disengages, it invokes an opportunity attack. 12. Hit. Excellent. Nine. Nine damage. It takes the wind out of this. Well, it didn't have a lot of wind in its sails because it's almost comatose except for Mm -hmm. the slam it did. You see it almost crumple under the weight of it, but doesn't seem to register in its face at all. Shit's already gone awry. We don't get to be friends with these kids. I mean, we haven't tried particularly hard except for Kelton going, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but then was immediately greeted by... Uh, Two like attacks. A, yeah. So Nesbitt is going to exit the tunnel into the room. He's going to loop around Gaylene. He's right alongside Kelton, squared up with the female guff. Not going to wait around to see how these kids are acting. He probably wouldn't have waited, even if that one didn't take a swing on Kelton. Plunging strike. Friends don't shoot lasers at friends. <laughs> you don't know what a laser is. That's true. I have the upper hand going for that one-handed sneak attack damage. Do it. Eight. Miss. Yeah. Just kind of lean slightly out of the way. Very sluggishly. Listly, just, yeah. uh, Almost like a zombie, you'd imagine. Or a teenager. <laughs> Galene sees that Nesbitt needs a helping hand, and she is going to use her attack move. Overwhelming strike. Are you sure you don't want to start with your venom strike? I don't know. I want to see what happens. Yeah, what happens if you kill the kid in this one strike? Will you Will you wish you would have done venom strike? Poison them slowly over time. Like lead. <laughs> like, this is the potion we have, like, if they're poisoned and then they, like, wake up and they're, like, little kids again, does the potion we have going to save them? Good question. I think you'd have to make a medicine check to slow the envenoming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why I wasn't sure I wanted to poison them, because what if they actually... Good that's, call. That's a good call. Interesting. Okay. I don't know if I want to kill them. Well, I don't think I'll KO them in one hit. It's a risk. Yeah, they're kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, 16? 16 hits. Okay. And you're hitting the, which one? The, the 15-year-old. So, 10? She crumples. Double strength. Falls flat. The light goes out, and she is she's a dead child. Well, and the light of the others increases. Spooky. Mm. We got a jetly situation going on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference. So she's not even out. She is dead. Dead. She's the disconnection that this strike brought her ended whatever she had. Oh, that's so sad. Good thing our part of our goal is apparently to save children. They said find the <laughs> hey, kids. Hey, if you bring the kids back alive. If you animate dead children's bodies with evil spirits, what is it what is a what's an so adventure party supposed to do? But oh, is that the interpretation know, that we yeah, have do of we know that's that's the interpretation I got cuz if they after were we regularly if they were regularly felled, they would be knocked unconscious. So is this like rabies we check to see if they're already dead by killing one? Yeah. I'm just curious <laughs> if this is how we're going to handle all the kids we come across. <laughs> yes. Well, I would say you had five children that you didn't handle anyway. Yeah, we, yeah. Sa- we saved five. It's pretty good. Uh, it's better than anyone hard. else. <laughs> and, and, and we're also pretty sure that they 
have to be magical and that something is being done to them for that purpose. So this isn't out of left field. True. Well, it's out of left field. It's just, it's in the ballpark. Does the kid look like they were freshly dead within the past 10 seconds or they were dead before? Yeah, that's what I was curious about. If it's like this, this was a dead kid or it's a kid that just died. It is a kid that just died. Mm. However, you feel like the strike that brought it low killed it too easily hmm. and it died instantly whereas you know it you've killed people before <laughs> even if like you hit him and that's the mortal blow it's, like, ah, it's, it's not like yeah. you just cut oh, their life God. off immediately yeah kids though are easier to kill usually yes but In what i'm saying life. is like i don't know man they're, they're pretty hardy they're just easier to catch the abilities they're using is it reminiscent of what forsha did no it is not damn Ooh, good question, though. Yeah, are any, a good question. Are the, any of the amulets glowing? The amulets that you're carrying? Mm-hmm. No. Bummer. Now, I know it seems like I'm giving you a lot of no answers, but this is information, I promise. Yeah. 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 It mm-hmm. does It does yeah. matter. Okay. The nine-year-old guff, from where it stands, holds up its hand, and you see a ball of light form in the hand, and throws it at Kelton like a snowball. A Ross and Shuriken. And hits. For sure. Does eight damage. Okay. Ooh. So Esmond's just seen some crazy... He's guessing magic. He's never seen magic like this before. And he steps through into the open space. The Tolden and the nine-year-old Guff are kind of in a tight spot, and he decides to use Fire Blast. Okay. 16. So that hits the nine-year-old Guff and the Tolden. Six damage. The Tolden is dead. Shuts off like a light switch. Literally. The nine-year-old Guff is awake. And since you're looking in that direction uh-huh. you did deal damage to it but you see that one glows and slowly turns to face you getting brighter can i do a magic check to see if i understand anything about the rune and the type of magic that's obviously being used on these kids yes okay sweet 21 21 okay yeah so the rune you know is a way to anchor an effect. You saw the formation they were in. The rune is probably to get them to congregate in this area. The magic that was done to them, you don't know this magic yourself, but you would recognize it as some kind of soul magic. Very, very forbidden. Mm. Okay. You would know, because your check was so good, you would know that it is unlikely that these bodies contain the souls of children anymore. Okay. That's much better then. (laughs) Oh, guys! I think the rune is uh, holding them here, and uh, yeah, I don't think these are kids anymore. Oh, good. Well, that's kind of scary, though, because like, where did their souls go? Uh, where did their souls go? To heaven? No, that's only dogs. <laughs> You're right, but all of them, at least. Yeah, all that's, of them, except for maybe one once, almost. Charlie. There's a lot of them that shouldn't go there if that movie's to be, be believed. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple. Just jackass dogs. Charlie was a bad dog. How much damage have you taken, Kelton? Uh, three. Oh. <laughs> he has a lot of armor, so... Uh... I'm the rodeo clown. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> that is 100% true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Aspect of hope. Adjacent allies gain plus one to attacks, plus two to ally healing received, and plus two to skills. So my scales are going to turn bright like a clownfish, but what's the bright yellow tropical fish is it a tang so there's blue tang yellow tang yeah okay yellow tang i I was like yeah it's like a blue tang but yellow (laughs) (laughs) what would they call that (laughs) okay i'm gonna move up adjacent to kelton so that they get the bonuses and then i'm going to do renewing assault on the guff 
19. Hit. Sweet. 13 damage. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. The kid is deleted. Okay. And then now... The, ni- the, the nine-year-old child. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're enjoying this. already like, having a hard time with You're enjoying like, this so hey, much. I got, I got the info that I needed. And then yeah. can you put a... I need a colored ring. I'm going to put my renew on Kelton. So at the start of your turn, you gain plus one, which is my composure, plus your endurance scale. Plus Ooh. two. Plus two, because as long as you're adjacent to me. So nice. So that'd be a plus six at the start of your turn. That's real good. That's that's pretty beefy. The Krex child. Let's say she looks like a peregrine falcon. Ooh. A Hayabusa. Cutie pie. Runs up full speed. They're fast. And with her beak, pecks at Nesbitt. (laughs) Whoop. 21. Yeah, that's a hit. And, oh, fuck. She's, She's nasty. Really? Pecking me with a beak as a child? At the speed of a peregrine falcon? <laughs> okay, yes, that is very true. It doesn't yeah. even need to peck. I didn't it realize just it was a to... dash, yeah. She is empowered also. Oh, yeah. I had a feel like this brighter... Mm. Sh- uh, she does 12 damage. Ooh. Out of four on the dice? Aha. Uh-huh. Balls. Whew. All right, glad I'm in hope. Yeah. What's, what's your yeah. armor? My armor is one. Yikes. What would be the move for holding out your hand on their forehead so they can't <laughs> move or get to you? So the Hrod child holds out its hand, and you see magic start to form around its outstretched finger, pointing at Esmond. A bolt, like a gunshot almost, shoots out of it. And these children, these three children that are left are very bright and empowered. Oh, That's no. a hit. That's a 20. Seven damage. All right. That was another big die. Oh, it's supposed to be a die four, but it rolled a one, so uh, <laughs> fine. I grabbed, the, I meant to grab this one. <laughs> All right, yeah, it's a d twelve. Yeah, okay, but anyway, I was like, that was gonna be scary, though. Yeah, Kelton is going to move. He's gonna be healed to full. He's healed to full. Yep, he gets six of his healing. And here. now, Down does three. that count as a heal that was done when an ally regains hit points due to a power I've used? Yeah. Okay, so I'm guarded. I mean, we probably need to change it to plus one then, if you can have a passive heal. Yes. But yes, for now, yeah. Esmond, would you like to shoot back at the Haradu to shout at you? Uh, I'm never going to say no. I think Kelton would like to move up to the Harad child and hit them in the face, but he's not going to because he's going to leave the group in phalanx. He's going to pass the shot to Esmond. Take the shot. 21. Plus one is 22. Nine damage. Nine damage. Ooh. And again, almost crumples, but no reaction on his face. Poor babies. <laughs> That's how you do that, kid. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, and the Tolden kid was supposed to go, but now it's Gaylene's turn. Uh, if you're looking for a suggestion, the Crex is right there. And she is feisty. She absolutely is feisty. Like mega beat, fuck me. All right, all right. Sorry, Keith. Gaylene will stay where she's at, but she's gonna try venom strike and get the little peckish girl. (laughs) She is feeling a bit peckish. Mm. Okay. Ten. Ten just misses. Ooh. Frick. Your weapon is now envenomed. I thought it was only envenomed if I hit. Nope. No. Can she still move? Yeah. She I'm can also saying. drop her weapon at any time. Just drop it on the ground and leave it behind if she wanted to. <laughs> Why? Just leave it and just move on without it and start a new life as a farmer. She could do that. 
a free action. That's, that's not sounding so bad right now. Listen, do you want to move? No. Okay. Uh, she's good. She's if fine. your idea of fun isn't killing kids in a cave, <laughs> we don't need to be. We don't need to be an adventuring party together. What are you, a Howard? Did we have a little bit? Them's fighting words. <laughs> Did we have a little more in common? I would say maybe. The twelve-year-old Guff is now close to Esmond. Yes. Its blank face turns and looks at him. Hey there, Boyle. <laughs> he holds both of his hands out, and a larger beam than before comes out to bridge the two of you. You're only one space apart. Oh, Natty 19. Oosh. That hits. This is the correct die this time. <laughs> 13 damage. Oof. That is a beefy hit, my dude. High beef. Those He's dice like are, navel laser. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Except Sorry. it's his whole freaking abdomen. <laughs> I'm in dire need. Yeah, I know. I'm going to also stay where I am, throw a plunging strike at the Crex. Okay. Wait, nobody is adjacent to the Crex, except for you. But I am adjacent to Gaylene. Does it say to an ally or to the enemy who's also? That's, I just want to make sure. If an ally... Oh, shit. No, you're right. If an ally okay. is adjacent to the target and able to attack, damn, gonna have to do that. Um, yeah, we have no way of knowing if they're armored. Like, I don't think... It I don't get the impression that they're armored. They but, seem uh, to be wearing, like, rags that are just laid over their forms. Mm. Helmet splitter, straight down in the skull. Okay. Throw two momentum. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Do it, do it. Making sure. So tell me how this looks. All right, so... uh <laughs> I mean, it looks bad because I'm stabbing a little girl on top of the head. It it looks like a grown-ass man stabbing a little girl in the top of the head. I don't know what you want, homie. (laughs) Shit. Still reeling, recoiling from a beak in the sternum, hand high, high overhead, and curling whole body, swinging that blade down. All right, let's see it. Whoa. As a... Yeah, 29. (laughs) <laughs> All right. I keep forgetting my dexterity. Cool. Hits. All right. <laughs> Three of these guys plus strength. Two, eight, ten. Ten? Yes. Exactly the amount that it would take. All right. She's done. She turns off. Switches off like a light bulb in more ways than one. The other two glow brighter. A little brighter. I'm going to back up into Obed, and I'm going to hit the rod again. Okay. 18. 18 hits. Is that what the plus one for me? 19. Misses now. (laughs) (laughs) 11 damage to the rod. Dies. Switches off. The last one glows brighter than all the others. It's the guff that looks around 12 years old. And I am sorry, (laughs) but he's bad news. Just so you know... And Thankfully, he's gone this turn already. <laughs> I don't want to get closer to that, the scary 12-year-old. Okay. So I'm going to use my movement action to move around back behind Gaylene so I can hit my burning ray across Nesbit, Kelton, and Esmond. Not a crit. Nesbit gets nine, and Esmond gets seven. Kelton is going to move right up into the face of this 12-year-old guff, not having this kind of nonsense. Warning strike again. I'm still thinking that this guy's kind of, at this point, a glass cannon. Like, he probably still has the same health as the others, but probably will nuke us. Yeah. Because no one else has seemed to be particularly... That's true, yeah. Hoping that's the case, that we can... Me, 
get than this. anyone else right now. Yeah, so we're we're definitely banking on Kelton and Gaylene being able to. But that's I'm the gonna... point of the warning strike, right? Yes, it's that they, it encourages yep. them he'll to get a, you. He'll take an attack of opportunity before he acts. I'm gonna heroically use three momentum. Jeez, because we really need this warning strike. Seventeen hit. Plus four is twenty-one. Miss. Plus five is twenty-six. Hit. Back to hit. Thirty-two plus my dexterity, thirty-four. Miss again. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's fucking pedals on a Should've flower. Used the, on a <laughs> God, that would suck. <laughs> she hits me. She hits, she hits me. me not. D twelve. Hits for nine. All right, nine damage. You feel like this kid is tougher now. Piss. Glad I used those momentum. Galen is going to move in front of Esmond, helmet splutter. Okay. 13. Hits. Okay. <laughs> 12 plus 10 plus 4 is 26. You kill this this kid yes. before it gets to act. Yay! Yes. It was bad news. Can, can I see <laughs> afterwards? Yes, you can see. All right. God. You're welcome. You can see right now, because it's over. Holy what? shit! What is that? Range 12, 10, oh. 1 die 12, plus 14. Wow. That means if it hits, plus minimum is hit 15 as well. damage. Everyone could die one hit Yeah, fif- on this board. <laughs> it was going to do a 15 beam. to 26 damage. Oh, oh a it's beam, a beam. So it was up. So oh, like it says attack? attack beam. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God. How would my warning strike have affected him? Uh, he, you would have gotten a free opportunity attack as it moved into position. Because he would have disengaged. Tried to attack somebody else? Yeah. Mm. Okay. And That's it, what I was kind of working towards. It could have towards. killed it, but, like, Gaylene's attack did... that. What did you roll on each d12? It was a 12, a, a 12, 10. 10, and a 4. That's gross. Yeah. Also... That's well above min, It's well above average. It would have also I'm plus above two average. for double strength. What is this smug face you have right now? She just did amazing. <laughs> she just destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to describe how it happened? Um, don't describe murdering the twelve-year-old kid. Please. I would like to hear this uh, snack that she just prepared. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! Galen doesn't eat minors. That's a weird line in the sand there. <laughs> and I'm spending my last chaos point. Oh, oh no. Oh. Large monster awakened. Ah, ah, it didn't say it was in the cave. It could be anywhere. Or maybe it was the same monster. It fell back asleep. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere the, on Erd. The rear of this room bursts open. You see two giant hands with claws peel through the wall each 10 feet across these these palms like the what? one near us no the furthest wall from okay. here at the wall across from you and peels this material open you see the head of a giant ravenous mole peer through <sighs> hell yeah moles are blind and we'll see you next time yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so scary all right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this one. We really appreciate everybody who listens to this podcast. We're having a great time making it. But if you want to engage with us, you can always become a patron, and you can create custom NPCs at our $10 tier. And if you've been a listener for a while, you've already heard a couple. Also, if you want to play this game, we're about to release another rule book, which will take us through step three, as well as uh, we're going to start working on step four soon, and have much more concrete versions of the rules. Uh, we have a new character sheet out for 
patrons at our $2 tier. And at the $1 tier, we've got a really uh, not-safe-for-work uh, <laughs> cutting-room floor episode uh, for everybody. We say boobs in it. <laughs> boobs. And <Oops>. butts. <laughs> Whoa, we'll keep towing it down. Okay. Sorry, I meant ass. If you, <laughs> fuck you. If you'd like to hear me say, wait, what? They do what? <laughs> then you want to hear this one. Yep. On any of our episodes on our Patreon, you can comment on them, even if you're not a patron. We'd love to hear feedback. If you enjoy the podcast, if you have any thoughts about it, any particular episode, we love engaging with our listeners no matter what. So please join in the discussion at patreon.com slash RPGFS. You can find us on Facebook.com slash RPGFS. And you can also find us on Twitter at Homebrew Ombres. And on Instagram, RPG from scratch, one word. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate it. We're having a blast making it. And until next time, stay safe, stand watch, and get a full rest. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.